Namaste. Welcome to another Trigger Proof Transmission. Today we're going to talk about something that was inspired by a conversation that I had on Facebook Messenger with somebody who's been inquiring and following um, you know, this group for quite some time and was just feeling in this state of like hopelessness and depression and um, it really inspired me to to answer this question and look in and really find some some explanations for you if you've been really struggling with uh, you know in the mental game sluggishness slowness slowness feeling of hopelessness feeling of despair <clears throat> she's been depressed for a long time and she had the conversation that she was basically saying I had a happy childhood everything was good let me know if you can resonate with that I had a happy childhood everything was good I didn't have anything super duper bad if, if you're one of the lucky people who didn't have anything super duper bad happen to you so why am I so depressed why am I still depressed I think I've been told she said that I have a chemical imbalance and it just I just don't make enough serotonin and that's what it is and I really want to encourage you to not think that way the first of all the chemical imbalance theory I want you to know has been debunked uh, it's not necessarily true that you as a human being have a deficiency of these chemicals and we need to t take up a, a pill that stops us from uh, absorbing that that keeps the, the the serotonin levels high in our system and so trying to convince you that you have a chemical imbalance is a really um, clever way of having you completely disempowered your choices don't really matter and you're always going to be this way and what happens is you think that you're broken so you start to view the world from a broken lens and what happens to hope what happens to possibility <clears throat> my choices don't really matter I just gotta take these and I'll always be unhappy and I really wanted to uh, to change and flip the script on that it's been you know on one hand when you get a diagnosis first of all if you're brand new to this group welcome let me know where you're signing in from my name is Dr. Nima Romani. I've been a chiropractor for the last 18, 20 years almost and um, realizing that I just had to go upstream and talk about nervous system regulation and stress because if you don't really get the foundation of how to become more resilient in your nervous system then nothing on the outside really ever works. Nothing lasts and so over the last five years I have developed a methodology called the overview method which helps us I discovered for me by accident I came up with this because I had to heal my past from my past my childhood woundings that weren't just intellectual processes but they were actually in my body <clears throat> so unknowingly I created a methodology called the overview method that helps people heal their attachment wounds why because I discovered made a discovery that everybody coming in with chronic pains and chronic illnesses most of the time we're dealing with unresolved emotional injuries that were contributing to their physical injuries. Let me say that again. Emotional injuries <clears throat> were, cre were, were contributing to their phys physiology. And what I discovered was by helping people heal their emotional injuries and wounds, they became more resilient. 
they started healing in their body connecting to their purpose and <coughs> excuse me it's not COVID I was hooked lo and behold I was hooked five years ago I sold my practice and slowly I've been moving to an online kind of group live trainings and then now I have an online kind of community of self healers which we learn the art of nervous system regulation self-regulation and co-regulation where we where we all learn the skills to become more resilient and adaptable and increase the capacity for stress and heal our attachment wounds we do this all together that's why you're here that's why you're in this conversation is because for some somebody invited you here because they thought that you would uh, be wise to start learning these tools so that you can have better emotional regulation um, heal your body from whatever kind of di chronic problems mainly if you're dealing with digestive issues this is for you mainly if you're dealing with autoimmune issues this is for you and if you're dealing with chronic illness this is for you this is the missing piece the missing link is healing those attachment traumas and so what was curious about this case was she said I don't have any trauma and so I went on a search and I looked at my case files I looked at uh, did some research and I found that they are there are eight common human experiences that you will go through unknowingly and it will create that are traumatic that you don't even know it you don't give it attention you step over it it's not that big of a deal <clears throat> they're not really seen that way but they are and they have an impact on our nervous system and um if you were lucky enough like that young lady who reached out to me who had you know not dealt with trauma from a capital T perspective physical abuse sexual abuse and you got lucky uh, and you got through without that and you still feel this heaviness this inability to kind of move push push past the, the, the resistance of life you know what I'm talking about the lethargy um, two things we got to contend with all of us is fear and lethargy this feeling of lethargicness and this fear of the unknown that we face each and every day without a properly regulated nervous system then we don't have an ability to deal and and and, and meet this this unknown so the whole conversation is about healing those attachment wounds and wounds that you might not even be aware of so let me go into them right away the first one is near-death experiences a, a, a common human experience that is very traumatic to your nervous system but you don't really see it that way so if you ever choked choked on something or near drowning experience your body as it prepares for like it, it it's fighting for its survival in that moment guess what that's trauma and it gets stored in the body and you might not recognize it or realize it until later on when it becomes triggered usually in a relationship you know one of my clients uh, <clears throat> sexually abused as a child uh, and it was kind of like a near-death type of situation then she gets into a car accident in her 50s all of a sudden neck pain like whiplash couldn't hardly move within one week full-blown post-traumatic stress disorder memories and uh, of, of kind of those early experiences of of those traumas so they're laying dormant in your body and they usually will get triggered by a kind of like a uh, when your nervous system gets really activated that's number one 
let me know by the way I'd really want you to be kind of in in part of this <clears throat> conversation let me know if any of these if you experienced any of those okay just say yes and let's make this kind of engaging all right I want I want you to engage with me number two if you've ever had surgery or anesthetics you don't notice that that's trauma but it is you're literally getting cut open uh, tonsillectomy as, as a child can lay dormant in your body and then you get older you get into a relationship you something happens uh, something triggers it um, and boom all of a sudden your body goes into this completely dysregulated state it's like a PTSD happening again and then now all of your relationships are impacted so especially if you've ever had the experience when you've uh, one of the clients that we worked with um, she had a surgery and then kind of like woke up in the middle of surgery kind of like came to and realized oh my god they're cutting me open that's pretty traumatic and that's stored in your body <clears throat> number three a premature or a highly traumatic birth if you were a premature baby or a, or you had a highly traumatic uh, birth uh, your little nervous system uh, has has taken in a lot it's there's not a lot of resilience at that time right so it makes sense your body will go into maybe a dissociative state uh, problems with breathing uh, failure to thrive uh, this is why getting them checked at a chiropractor I, we I check little infants I'm, my baby's gonna be born in four to six weeks <clears throat> not sure when it's coming soon and I know that that's going to be a you know a traumatic time. When I did breath work for the very first time, I went back to my birth. I didn't even realize it. it's not something I consciously remembered, but it was stored in my body, and it was creating this dysregulated kind of background state of alarm. And that's where anxiety will be held in your body, and you don't remember anything. You're like, I'm fine. Why am I f feeling such a resistance to life? Early traumatic uh, in premature or highly traumatic birth <clears throat> number four in utero stress so I want you to think of how your mother and father uh, how they were experiencing life what was their relationship like uh, did your mother feel safe that she was going to be giving birth and a, to a family where she didn't you know she wasn't wondering am I gonna be okay in utero stress you don't realize it will is an unconscious uh, trauma it's a traumatic experience for a baby this is why I actually created this um, this Facebook group I started it at the beginning of COVID because I knew that you know how well as we went into this unknown I knew that my wife who has who you know who's pregnant the way that she's feeling her state of her nervous system is going to be impacting the child's so guess what became super duper important to me teaching nervous system regulation and living it I'm living what I'm teaching because this is super duper important to me I have a child on the way and so I want to make sure that this child has uh, a nervous system that doesn't that hasn't been overloaded overloaded in, in its capacity and that's really uh, in utero stress one of one of the uh, clients that we worked with she's she calls herself an empath she's highly sensitive and attuned to other people and I said well that usually comes uh, often from 
you know trauma from childhood or she's like hyper attuned and and also dealing with codependency and um, she said no I never had any traumas nothing like that and I said well what was what was it like when your mother was giving was when you were in utero and she said oh my uh, my father kind of left he just wasn't part of the picture and it was just my mom and she was alone so she had a lot of stress and I'm like bingo so this isn't your mother's fault this isn't uh, this isn't a blame game this is just to help you understand because when you have the information now you know exactly what to do rather than sit back and just go oh I have a chemical imbalance none of my choices matter I'm just gonna take these and I'm just gonna pretty much just read some books and nothing really works and avoid the real work the real work which is healing those attachment wounds <clears throat> number five parental depression if you had an experience uh, with a parent that is unwell and unable to care for and connect with the children the child you as a child they had alcoholism they had all sorts of crazy shit going on in their lives and they weren't able to emotionally attune to you your physical needs might might have been met but your emotional needs weren't met and your reality was often not uh, you know w was denied that's trauma to a child it's extremely traumatic and you end up when you don't actually heal that you end up getting into relationships that are very similar to those past you've been listening to the trigger proof podcast designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world which is nervous system regulation becoming trigger proof doesn't mean trigger less it means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds. Anytime there's reactivity, there's a wound. And if you're curious and inspired to learn more, join us at Breathwork and Badassery or the Overview Experience. And a combination of both actually helps you do the work. There's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma. It didn't start with you, but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. Patterns, And you start to feel kind of familiarity with people and you want to rescue people and you want to kind of please and fix <clears throat> because of that old emotional injury of not feeling seen and heard. It's pretty big. Let me know if any of these are resonating with you. So number one is near-death experience. Number two is surgery and anesthetic. Number three is premature or highly traumatic birth. Number four is in utero stress. Number five, parental depression or a parent that was unwell, an addiction perhaps, uh, and unable to uh, care for and connect with the kids huge attachment trauma there spilling into your relationships number six is this is a big one she was also part of a faith and a religion that had some you know like many do in a, in a good way but also it can go wrong societal decencies and cultural conditioning societal decencies cultural conditioning she had happens to be Persian 
coming from a family with you know strong religious morals and up uh, upbringings which I had as well I had that as well the problem is is that when you're bred to be good to be quiet and to be proper um, it can also breed a sense of toxic shame which causes us to self-abandon we do need a healthy dose of shame but when this societal and cultural conditioning becomes like so um, polarized that you feel unworthy of love if you don't fall into that category that's traumatic to your nervous system does that resonate with anybody and so it's another one let me give you an example we, I had um, <clears throat> example of this uh, young lady in her in her 40s and when she was four years old her mother had a kind of like an OCD type of thing with going to the bathroom so uh, she just didn't want her to be dirty and just completely had OCD and so as a four-year-old she had this experience of having to withhold her her, her bladder withhold her bladder um, because she was because of the trauma of dis she didn't want to disappoint her mother so there was a cultural kind of family type of conditioning embedded in her guess what the impact was throughout her entire life she was not able to go to the bathroom outside of her home if there was somebody waiting at the office she would just be like withholding her own uh, impulses to go to the bathroom because of that trauma because of the fear of disappointing mom does this resonate with you let me know if any of this is landing for you this is a big one so this then is an un this is an unspoken trauma these are all this is one of them and number seven is intergenerational trauma this is one of our clients uh, uh, one of our clients uh, she her grandfather was in the concentration camps you don't think that that spills over my parents uh, going through the the war uh, going if you went through the Great Depression all of that gets spilled over and you unconsciously catch it catch on who hasn't been dealing with that we are all the product of it in some way and it impacts our nervous system causing a dysregulation and this feeling of a background alarm happening all the time this lack of safety happening in your body and so that's there <clears throat> now my client from the last example when when she uncovered this we started doing the overview method and giving her some specific regulating tools and within two weeks she's able to now go to the bathroom publicly she's been able to once we cleared that attachment trauma once we cleared that wound that she didn't really know was there until it came up in one of the sessions she was able to actually heal that and now she's going to the bathroom like this is a big deal she messages me yay win I'm going to the bathroom I'm publicly going to the bathroom I'm able to release and let go that's a big deal number seven was the intergenerational trauma um, some of the work we're doing Laura who, who is in our community she her grandfather is in the concentration camps and so when she got this she was like holy shit no wonder I've been anxious all the time in her life she's been picking at her skin um, she's got all sorts of anxieties uh, divorce uh, kind of codependency and she's now unpacking all of that healing with her ex 
and uh, it's pretty powerful. She stopped picking her skin. Um, it's pretty powerful. She got it. She was like, ah, no wonder. You know, it didn't start with me, but it can end with me. So that was powerful. And the number eight is the need to be perfect. The need to perform for love and attention. This was my upbringing. This need to perform for love and attention. If you ever had that experience that, oh my gosh, I need to perform in fitness, in sports, in artistic, creative stuff, in plays, um, education, grades. I need to perform to be good, to be accepted. That is an unconscious form of trauma. It's not trauma with a capital T. It's a, it's it's traumatic to a young nervous system that immediately makes meaning that they're unworthy of love. And these are eight of the most common normal human experiences that are traumatic to the nervous system. And so that's a big reason why, even if you haven't had the big kahuna, you can still have this feeling of sluggishness and this background anxiety going on because there is stuff still in your body. I stand for healed families and the work that I do is really about transforming that and getting to the root cause of it at the body-based level. And the uh, the methodology, hey Cinder, what's up buddy? The methodology I created is called the overview method and it's designed two reasons. Number one, it's a cognitive and a body-based methodology that heals those attachment traumas. Which ones? even the ones you're not aware of. If you're willing to allow, we do, how do we heal them all? Well, we can't. We have to be willing to learn the tools so that whenever one comes up, usually in the form of a trigger, that's why I call this trigger proof, we're able to go back and then find it with those younger parts of us that we've abandoned so that we could perform, so that we could be good, so that we could feel safe and have the attachment of our caregivers so that we could kind of take care of making sure that everything was okay with mom and dad and abandoning ourselves. The problem is if we don't get this right, what happens is we then pass it on to the next generation. I just want you to imagine your life if your parents just decided, I'm going to take on the healing of those attachment wounds. I'm going to take them on. It didn't start with me. It's not my parents' fault. It's not my fault. I don't want, I'm tired of this blame and victim game. I don't want to be the victim and I don't want to blame myself. I just want to heal. And this is exactly why uh, we have this community. And that's what this uh, the overview experience is all about. I'm going to leave a link in the comment section. <coughs> Excuse me. On Sunday, we're actually going to town. We're actually, I'm, I'm teaching my community and it's open to those who are feel called and are ready to say enough and are ready to basically say, I'm ready to heal those attachment wounds. There's a link in the comment section and it's going to show you the, uh, the page, the landing page uh, that kind of describes what you're going to expect. And it's so good that I have a satisfaction guaranteed, a money back guarantee on the event. If you're not satisfied afterwards with what you learn and you're not inspired to go deeper, you get a full refund. And, uh, you know, just to help you feel safer about the decision. 
I stand for healed families. I'm, I've created this community because I want my world, my child, to be raised in a world where people take responsibility for their healing so that we can have a community and a world where uh, nervous systems are regulated and we're not in a chronic kind of sweep of post-traumatic stress that we're seeing. You know, like I want healing to go viral and that's why you're here is because you're a revolutionary and you want to actually t be part of the solution and it can't we can't solve all of these problems that are going on externally outside of us until we heal the attachment wounds that are inside and that's what this is all about so i'd love for you to check out that link and join us on sunday send me a dm sharing with me your story if you you um let me know if if this is going to be, if this would be right for you this is ideal if you're dealing with relationship struggles uh, should I stay or should I go? You're divorced or separated or you're still not healed from a breakup. You're carrying the, the weight of the grief with you and you want to learn a tool how to dissolve the grief from a somatic base level, not just a cognitive one, not just doing lines and columns of the Demartini method, but actually learning how to get into the body. This is for you. And uh, yeah. So let me know what came up for you, what, was res what resonated for you in this uh, training, and I'll see you at the next perfect time.